Well, hello there, top teachers. We are your hosts, Michelle Emerson and Bridget Spackman, and we are here to make your life easier by helping you master your time, organization, and productivity as a teacher. Today's episode is all about our baby. Yeah, if you haven't heard, Bridget and I have a baby together. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, it isn't an actual baby, but it sure feels like one because we have put so much love (laughs) into it. Get your minds out of the gutter, people. We are going to discuss (laughs) the ins and outs of digital planning for teachers and specifically share some of the features of our digital planner, aka our baby, that we absolutely love. But before, let's go ahead and hear a TSH from Janine. That's how you would pronounce it, correct? Yes, that's what I would have said. Perfect. So she says that teaching comes naturally to me like breathing. I love the confidence there. Let me just go ahead and say that. (laughs) I do too. But lesson planning, not so much. I enjoy lesson planning, but I get all excited and try to do too much. I don't always use my planning time wisely, and then I feel overwhelmed by all my great ideas. But I would like life outside of teaching also. I would love to have a checklist and template for lesson planning and execution. Make sure to do this list. (laughs) Do you guys have some you love? Well, first of all, like Bridget said, love the confidence, (laughs) Janine. Second of all, uh, yeah, we highly recommend our digital planner. We are equally confident that it has everything teachers need to effectively and efficiently lesson plan. And we're going to talk about it in today's episode. You know, I feel like planning has always been a love-hate relationship with me. I hated the time that it took to create my plans, but I always felt more organized and like with it, in quotes, like with it together (laughs) when I had like really detailed plans. So I used so many different systems over my almost 10 years of teaching and finding something that really works for you is important. So luckily, I think we've got just what you need. I think we've got just what you need. And it's my digital planner. <laughs> I tried to make that into the I have no idea what that was. Was that in reference to another song or did you just try to make a song? No, it was to a song. <laughs> what song? And uh, Just move on, Michelle. Okay. Goodness gracious. <laughs> well, um, our baby is here. Our digital planners for the 2021 2022 school year are officially here and we are so so excited to share them with you. Today's episode is the next installment of our favorite digital tools which is obviously going to focus on digital planning. Yeah so we're going to break down into the what, the why, and the how for teachers of our digital planners so that you know exactly how to get started with digital planning if you haven't already. So we're going to start with the what. Digital planning obviously uses a digital device such as a computer or a tablet to lesson plan. And obviously this is as opposed to paper. So this is a alternative to paper lesson planning. Now there are a ton of different options when it comes to digital planning, but two of our favorites include using a PDF annotation app, which we're going to share later on in the episode. So if that went completely over your head, it's okay. We'll bring it back or using Google Slides. So you can either have a tablet version where you're using that PDF annotation app or Google Slides, which you can access on multiple different devices. Yeah, we're gonna focus on our digital planner in this episode. So we wanna (laughs) tell you some of the best features 
of our planner because we do think it's pretty gnarly. So the first thing is <laughs> <Gnarly>. it has... <laughs> Who even <Gnarly>. are you? <laughs> You're welcome. <Sorry. laughs> she snorted. Oh my gosh. Please keep that in. Okay. okay. <laughs> so the first thing is that it has workable links, meaning you're able to navigate through the planner using these links that we already have set up for you. So it makes it really easy to get from one section to another. Kind of think of it as like the binder tabs. It has a home page. They are predated. Uh, it has templates that we have shared over like on our podcast. So things that we talk about all the time, like project planning, monthly planning, weekly planning, daily planning, all of the things. Uh, we've got checklists for the beginning of the year, field trip checklist, conference checklist, party planning checklist, end of the year checklist. Like if you think of a checklist, we probably got it. If you didn't know, we really like them. Um, it also has a monthly and weekly spreads. Again, these are predated. And it also has the ability to add your own pages and templates as needed. And if it sounds like we're bragging, it's because we are. We are. <laughs> yeah, we are. It's Here's awesome. the thing, y'all. This planner, and again, we keep calling it our baby. We have truly put so much love and thought and detail into it to make it like the ideal dream lesson planner that we both have ever wanted. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so we are very, very passionate about it because it has been a a work of of love and it it just encompasses everything. So as we are bragging about it, just know that we are aware how we're coming off and we're doing it anyway because yeah. we love it that much. Yeah. So there are many reasons that we love digital planning. I think one of the biggest reasons is the fact that you can access it anywhere. So you no longer have to carry a physical planner back and forth to school. And you don't have to worry about leaving it at school or leaving it at home. I feel like this is the best why for yeah. digital planning. It takes off that kind of metaphorical pressure that you feel when you're like, wait, did I bring my planner or did I leave it at home? It, it causes stress. The great thing about digital planning, let's start with the Google Slides version. If you're using Google Slides, it is saved to your Google Drive, which means you can access it on any device just by logging into your Google account. If you're using the tablet version, you can actually save it to your iCloud or other forms of cloud storage. And again, you can access it on any device. So it's always there and it takes off all of that pressure. So I also mentioned that we have links that allows you to access information Oof. quickly. I love this. Ugh. It's literally like the binder tabs, like inside of a binder. These links are already created, making it really easy to move about. You can access to your homepage at all times. So on every single page with just one tap, you can go right to your homepage that has access to all of your checklists and templates. It's just beautiful without having to really just sit there and swipe across the screen. I, I hate swiping across the screen. <laughs> and then the most important links that we have on this planner are on the very top of the page of every single page. Let me mention that. Making planning and organizing your daily to-dos a breeze. So adding pages will make a copy um, of the link. So if you said, hey, I feel like I need an extra copy of this daily planning page. Once you make a copy of that daily planning page and you put it in, the links all still work which is amazing. Um, so uh, if you 
keep in mind that as you are kind of making these copies, the links all around it that are already there do still work, but you cannot create new links. This is going to be really important, but we do have some really good hacks for this. Um, something super easy is just to create a bookmark so that you can just access it from your bookmarks feature if you're using the um, the actual PDF version for your tablet. Is there something in Google Slides that makes that pretty easy? So within Google Slides, there's not really like a way to bookmark a specific slide, but if you really wanted to, you could take the time to add in those hyperlinks on the Google Slides page to be able to hyperlink yeah. to it. So you do have the availability. It's just it's done a slightly different way. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, the links thing is, is a huge feature and I think it's really beneficial to have those. So keep in mind that as you are kind of making copies of those pages and you're placing them about the planner, those links are still there, they're working. Um, so if you are on that page and you wanna get to your home button, you can just tap and it'll take you right there. And speaking of the homepage, it's another element that we really love about the digital planner because it makes it so easy to navigate and get to the different templates. Your homepage is basically like your home base. As Bridget mentioned, it is linked on every single page of the planner. So up at the top, you will see the little home icon and that is on every page. So no matter where you are within the planner, if you tap that, it will take you back to the homepage. Now, once you click and you go to that homepage, you can then navigate to all the different templates and the different checklists with a single click. We also have mini calendars for all all of the months on that homepage. So you can easily like check dates across multiple months or even navigate to the months. Going back to the links, every month is actually linked on the side of the planner throughout every page, but you can also go and view like an actual little mini version of that calendar. So you know, you know, oh, well the 14th is a Saturday of this month. So it makes it just that much easier and that much faster. Yeah. Another really great feature is that our planner is predated. So the planner comes completely predated for that specific year. Now, we when we first started launching these planners, and I know we don't have this in here, but I'm, I'm going to talk about it real fast. When we first started launching the planners, we had like the 2021 year, like it was from January to December. And then we had one that was like a school year. So it would go from July to June of like a specific school year for like the U.S. people. Now, we are not keeping both of these versions in our store at all time. There's It was too much confusion. People were buying the wrong things. So what we have done now um, is that you're going to get used to how we launch these planners. But the school year planners that go from July to June are going to be launched in May. And then if you are somebody who is looking for the planner for the, you know, just 2022, um, so maybe you are somebody in the UK or something, then you can purchase it in like November. So around our Thanksgiving break time here in the US is when we're going to be launching the next year, like January to December planner. So just kind of keep that in mind as we, we go through these planners this year. So the months are date are dated, uh, the weeks are dated, and then we even, like Michelle said, have many months that are included on the weekly pages. Um, and some of the templates are also predated as well, which is really beneficial. 
So this makes planning so much easier. It minimizes the confusion of the weeks and it also prevents you from accidentally skipping weeks, which I think is also was is like really, really important. The dates make planning ahead easier and it reduces the amount of time that it takes for you to set up your planner for the next school year. Yeah. And going back to some of the templates, because Bridget mentioned templates, we know that templates save you tons of time, but they can be really difficult to kind of create from scratch. You know, like you hear us talk about templates and you're like, okay, but I don't have time to make a template. So we have already included templates for so many of the different productivity strategies that we have shared on our podcast. For example, project planning or using a power list. We actually have an entire page dedicated to project planning and you can easily duplicate that and use it again and again and again. We also have a daily planning page and there is a section to track your power list right on that page. You can also insert your schedule for the day because we talk about scheduling and you can even track your water. Remember like episode one where we talked about building habits and we talked about the habit of drinking water. I feel like this is a throwback to that time. So having these templates already created is going to save you so much time. And again, they're linked. So they're very easy to access. Yeah. Um, I'm going to throw this out there as well. And I'm not trying to dish on any other digital planners that are out there, but I think some tea, go for it. But I think here's the thing. The thing that I think I love the most about our planner is how simple it is. Yes, yes. It is a very simplistic design that I'm just going to say it. Please don't hate on me. But I don't feel professional coming in with these like really cutesy, bright, Mm -hmm. kind of girly. Like there's nothing wrong with being girly. There's nothing wrong with being cutesy. But I just want something simple and professional because yep. at the end of the day, I am a professional. Um, and I just don't want it to fit like my classroom theme. So if I have like frogs in my classroom theme, then my planner is going to be frog themed. Again, I'm not trying to hate on anybody. If that is you, then you do you. I just love how simple of a design that we have. Yes, I echo that completely. And I think what differentiates our planner, because it is so simple, is we are giving you all the power. We are giving the people who purchase our planner the power to customize it how they want. Because our design is so simple, you can really go in and by changing the stickers, like the digital stickers that you put in there, you have the power to make your planner exactly what you want. Whereas a lot of other digital planners, it's like, well, you get what you it. And, you know, and then they change the theme from year to year. And then you have to like get used to a whole new theme. You're going to notice our planner is going to stay consistent from year to year to year. So you know exactly what to expect. Yeah. Okay. I'm happy we got that out there. I know. That's (laughs) great. Um, So another really great feature are going to be the checklists that we have for you guys. Checklists are our favorites. We love checklists. Um, And our checklists actually come pre-filled with some space for you to be able to add your own um, what kind of works for you. So like whatever you kind of say, well, I don't have this in my classroom, but I do have this extra. We give you space to be able to customize that. 
Um, so these are pre-filled checklists that you can use for the school year. So for example, we have end of the year, field trip, conferences, party planning. We even have a blank checklist that you can use. And let's just be honest, guys, like as teachers, checklists really help to save our sanity during those insanely busy times or when you feel like you have to kind of pick up the slack for when others are kind of falling through. Um, so this is not me picking up the slack for somebody, but I remember when my teacher partner had gotten sick, so she ended up passing away from cancer and she would always plan the field trips. And I remember when she was sick, I mean, she hadn't passed away yet, but when she was sick, it was like, oh crap, like I have to like, I have to plan this entire field trip. Like it's not done. How, how do I even do that? I had never planned a field trip before. So I ended up creating like a checklist and this was before our planner, but I created this like field trip checklist because I was like, I need to know what I'm supposed to be doing when I'm supposed to be doing it. Um, so I would go around to all these teachers and get input and I built this off. So that way, if somebody's not able to follow through because something horrible ends up happening, like this situation, you know, you have a checklist there that's going to help kind of at least guide you. It may not be so perfectly to fit your school, your district, but it will helpfully kind of give you some ideas and inspirations of what you should be looking for. So we also have a task checklist to help you just brain dump all of the items that you need to be able to accomplish. We love brain dumping. Um, there are also easy ways to be able to customize them and fit your needs. You can duplicate these templates. Um, you can also use them as a reference point for when you don't know where to start. And hands down, this is probably my favorite part of my planner, like our planner, like hands down our favorite my our favorite part and as you were talking Bridget it made me think of another kind of differentiator for a planner and I swear we're almost done bragging but the fact that we both are classroom teachers and are currently in the classroom have been for several years it allowed us to include those elements that truly teachers need and those things that are yeah. going to make your life easier whereas a lot of other digital planners either aren't created by teachers or they're created by teachers that like you know, have been out of the classroom for several years. And it's like, okay, but do they really understand what we need? So I just yeah. think that that's another important piece. No, um, I agree. Like I said, we're almost done bragging, I promise. Another <laughs> element that we love are the monthly and the weekly spreads. So there is already a page for each month and then each week of the year. And again, these are predated. So you don't have to go through. I remember when I used to buy like my Erin Condren planners and they wouldn't Ugh. be dated. And you'd have to take those little stickers and put yes. them on every day. And I would mess up at some point and uh, it was just tragic. So because those calendars are already set up for you, all you have to do is go on and add your important dates. And then those monthly spreads also include a mini calendar for the month prior and the month after. So it makes it really easy just to kind of reference like, wait, what was that day last month or what's that date coming up? It makes it that much easier. There also is a box for notes on the monthly spread. So it makes it a great place to kind of keep track of maybe a to-do list or other things that you need to remember. Like maybe I need to schedule a doctor's appointment, but I don't have it scheduled yet. I can put it over on the notes side. Then each week of the calendar is linked so you can easily navigate to the correct week. So once you open up that calendar page over on the side, you're going to see that there are gray boxes and we allow you to actually number the weeks because some people 
like to number them within the month. So week one, two, three, four, five. And other people like to keep track of the weeks of like the school year. Like this is week 34 of the school year. So we give you that freedom. But those boxes are linked to that week. So you can click on it. It'll take you to the week. And then that weekly spread has a column for each day of the week, Monday through Friday. Now, because this is designed for lesson planning, we do not have specific columns for the weekends. And that's on purpose because we wanted to maximize the space that we're giving you for Monday through Friday so you can fit all of your lesson plans in there. But we do have two extra boxes on each weekly page that could be used for Saturday and Sunday, or you could have one box be dedicated to the weekend and the other one could be dedicated to to-dos or anything else of your choice. We left the column headers for these open so that you can customize them to fit your needs. And then each weekly spread also has a mini calendar for the month. So again, it's there for that easy access. So back on episode 072, when we talked about the five things that teachers no longer need, I mentioned in there about my notebooks, about how I would like fill up like five or six pages and then I would end up throwing it away because I made a mistake. I was the same way when it came to planners. (laughs) The truth comes out. Um, But I, so I never really had an Erin Condren. I think I bought one Erin Condren. I never used it. In fact... (laughs) I still have it down in the basement. <laughs> oh, it's been relegated or relegated? Is that the right word to the I basement? De- rele- I think I it's relegated. Know. I don't know. Sure. <laughs> okay. So, but I feel like I did the same thing. So I would buy like planners that you could print. And then that way that if I messed something up and it wasn't the way that I wanted it to be, that I could just make a copy of that page and just reinsert it. <laughs> Here's the beauty. With our planner, you don't have to do that. <laughs> we have a great erase tool like that you use, or you could just hit delete <laughs> and start all over again. Um, but another really great feature is the ability to add your own pages or templates. So personalizing this planner never came easier than with our digital planner. You have the ability to duplicate pages and place them anywhere in your planner without ruining the links. We offer a lot of templates for you to help get and give you that starting point for managing your time. So for example, we again have the daily planning pages, project planning, quarterly planning, accounts information, important dates, and a variety of pages like lined, dots, blank, and grid for taking notes and creating your own template. Here's the really cool thing. I said your own template. Yeah, you can take one of those blank pages, duplicate it, and then using the drawing tool, you can draw out your boxes. And then once you have that template, you can copy it and paste it anywhere within your planner to use again and again and again. You also have six blank tabs at the very top of this planner to help you organize your any area of your life. So you can store information behind these tabs and access them incredibly quickly from anywhere in that planner. I would just like to say while you finish talking, I did Google uh, the word relegate and I, I, I'm i good. <laughs> it's defined as dismissing to an inferior rank or position. Yes. So go me. Okay. Go you. <laughs> Finally, let's now talk about the how. The how is truly the best part because the digital planner is already made for you. Like this all sounds great, right? But who has literally hours upon hours upon hours to create this? Well, 
Bridget and I have you covered. So we're going to kind of go through some steps of how to actually get started using a digital planner. So step number one is to decide which planner format is going to be best for you. Again, we have two different formats. We have Google Slides or we have a tablet version, which is essentially a PDF. Now, we have tutorial versions for each format of the planner on our website. If you go to www teachingonthedouble.com slash planner tutorials. Or if you go to the store section, you'll see it's linked right there and you can go right to the planner tutorials. We suggest watching the tutorial tutorials. That's a, such a weird word for both versions before you purchase so that you can really make the right choice. You can see how to use the tablet version, the PDF one, or how to use the Google Slides and go, ooh, you know what? That one's really speaking to me. I think that's going to be my best choice. Yeah. You also need to decide which orientation you want. So we have a landscape orientation or a portrait orientation for both Google Slides and also the tablet version. Yeah. Now, once you have decided, okay, I want the landscape Google Slides or I want the portrait tablet, Step number three is just to purchase it. <laughs> so Amen. over on our website, teachingonthedouble.com slash store, you're going to see four different planner choices. So you're going to see landscape Google Slides. You're going to see landscape tablet, portrait Google Slides, and portrait tablet. Please make sure you're purchasing the right one, people. Please, Read carefully. Please, please. Double check. Make sure you have it right. You know, be like our students. We always are like, read the directions. Read. Please. Make sure you have the right one. <laughs> yes, we appreciate that. Um, then the next thing you need to do is just download the planner. So for Google size slides, you're going to get a PDF with a link to the planner inside. This will save a copy of the planner to your Google Drive for you to be able to edit and use. Please make sure that you are logged into the correct Google Drive account. So if you have multiple Google emails, for instance, I know that I do, I have a school one, I have a personal one, I have a business one, make sure you're logged into the correct Google slide, your Google account, and then hit click to make that copy so that it goes to the right location. Um, for tablets, you might get, you're going to get two PDFs. So one is going to be with directions and then the other one is the actual planner itself. So you will need to get the PDF of the planner to the correct device. So if you're Apple people like we are, then the example is to airdrop it to your iPad or save it to your iCloud storage. Um, and then if you don't have that, like we said, you can save it to your like Google Drive and then like download it using the Drive app to whatever device that you're using it. The whole point is, is to get it onto a tablet or phone or whatever it is that you're going to be using to um, use that planner. Get it there using any form that you find easiest. And the final step, step five, this is the fun stuff. Begin editing the planner. So <laughs> if you're using the Google Slides version, you're just going to open up the file and begin editing the text boxes. Now, quick tip for you. We mentioned that the Google Slides is linked just like the tablet version. Now, because this is within Google Slides, if you have it in normal edit mode, okay, when you click on the link, it's going to like open it up in a little box and then you have to click a second time to actually go to that correct page. But if you wanna do it faster, you can go into present mode. So you can click the present 
button in the top right corner and it's going to open it up full screen. Then any of the links that you click, it will take you directly there with one single click. But you're then going to have to exit present mode in order to actually edit the planner. So if you just hit escape on your keyboard, it will bring you back into that edit mode so you can actually edit the text boxes, insert pictures, whatever it is that you need to do. If you're using the tablet version, you are going to need a PDF annotation app. Remember we mentioned that earlier in the episode. This is going to allow you to quote unquote write on the planner. Now, we mentioned that you receive a PDF with directions, and in the directions, we have three different recommendations for PDF annotations app, apps with a plural, with an S. <laughs> Those include GoodNotes, Notability, and Exodeo. We personally recommend using GoodNotes, okay? That is going to be the only PDF annotation app that we can provide help with. So if you're like, wait, I need help with this, that's the only one that we're actually going to be able to offer you support on. But you can look into all three, decide which one is going to be best for you. But keep in mind, if you choose Notability or Exodeo or any other PDF annotation app, we're not going to be able to offer you support. You're going to have to kind of Google and figure it out for yourself. Once you download the app of your choice, you will need to upload the PDF of the planner into that app to begin editing it. Again, y'all, we've got tutorial videos to help you. So don't worry. We promise it's not that hard. Yep. So that's it, guys. Again, we do have those tutorial videos. So for each of these formats of our planner, you can visit our website, www.teachingonthedouble.com forward slash planner tutorials so that you can watch these tutorials before you purchase so that you make the right choice and see these steps in action. Now, one last why for the planner, and then I promise we're done bragging. It is cheaper than most like nice lesson planners. Mine used to cost like $70, okay? But our digital planner is less than $20. And as we have detailed, it has so many benefits over a paper planner. So if you're wanting to make the dive into digital planner, plan, plan, oh my goodness, words are hard. If you want to make the dive into digital planning, or if you've already made that dive and you're just looking to grab the next school year digital planner because you loved it so much, you can purchase it over on our website at teachingonthedouble.com slash store. And while you're over there purchasing our planner, go ahead and check out our website and submit your TSH. We want to know what is your time sucking hurdle right now. And also be sure to subscribe to the podcast so that you're notified every time we drop our new ex episode, which is on Thursday mornings. And make sure to leave a little review over on iTunes. We genuinely love reading your comments and hearing your feedback. So until next time, be timely, stay organized, and be productive. Bye-bye. See ya.